0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. On today's show, we're talking about a major change in the way realtors market properties. In particular, the National Association of Realtors are defendants of a lawsuit brought by a consortium of agents called Top Agent Network. It was filed in U.S. District Court in Northern California. Top Agent Network is a San Francisco-based, members-only platform for real estate agents. California Association of Realtors and the San Francisco Association of Realtors are also co-defendants in the lawsuit. At issue is a new policy called clear cooperation. The suit seeks unspecified damages and in particular to reverse NAR's newly enacted clear cooperation policy, which went into effect on May 1st. It was actually voted into policy back at the end of November of last year. The new policy requires NAR members to share their listings through the local multiple listing service, rather than shopping them privately to a few clients, a practice which is preferred by wealthy and high-profile sellers. Members who violate the policy face punishment, including fines. I'm going to quote directly from the policy language, and it says, I quote, Within one business day of marketing a property to the public, the listing broker must submit the listing to the MLS for cooperation with other MLS participants. Public marketing includes, but is not limited to, flyers displayed in windows, yard signs, digital marketing on public-facing websites, brokerage website displays, including IDX and VOW, digital communication marketing, such as email blasts, multi-brokerage listing-sharing networks, and applications available to the general public. Now, the problem with this clear cooperation is that in many cases, sellers want to maintain privacy. Contrary to our policy, which mandates that it's always in the seller's best interest to make the property available to the widest number of buyers. Privacy is sometimes a hallmark of a concept called exclusivity. If a property is a sought-after property, like a waterfront property, the seller wants to attract only a qualified buyer. The seller does not want to be inundated with showings. They want a small number of fully qualified buyers to come and view the property. Prior to the change, there was nothing in the system that prevented a client from requesting their property to be listed on the public MLS, or privately. It was the customer's choice. And what NAR is saying is that the seller doesn't have the intelligence, in fact they don't even have the right to choose how their property is marketed. Last month they had the choice, and now NAR says that they don't. The plaintiff in the case is Top Agent Network, a platform for agents who can show that they're in the top 10% of a market. It gives these top agents a platform on which to communicate and network. And the platform often contains information about off-market listings. They're only visible to member agents but not the general public. The suit from Top Agent Network alleges that clear communication policy of NAR has more to do with a desire to squash what it sees as a competitor to the MLS rather than truly representing the best interests of sellers. And as I'm recording this episode, I actually have a gold coin on my desk. Part of what gives the gold coin its value is its scarcity. If gold was as abundant as water, there's no way it would maintain its value. It's the exclusivity that gives it value. And when you take something that is rare and commoditize it, you actually lower its value in the eyes of the buyer. It's surprising to me that a sales organization like the National Association of Realtors would fail to understand such a basic concept. Now, I get it. The idea seems paradoxical. We know that if there's more bidders on a property, the value will also be higher than just with a single offer. So in that rationale, casting a wider net using the public MLS makes it possible for more potential buyers to become aware of the property. The fact is, realtors should have multiple tools in their toolbox. It's never one size fits all. Clearly, an exclusive listing for a commodity one-bedroom condo in a building that has hundreds of units might not be appropriate and might not be in the best interest of the seller. But to outlaw a tool because it might be possible to abuse it seems highly unreasonable. At the end of the day, the seller has the choice of which method to market the property. In some cases, agents provide an incentive to sellers for an off-market listing you'll often see a discounted commission for a pocket listing. In some cases, the agent hopes to collect both the seller commission and the buyer agent's share of the commission. But in exclusive properties, buyers usually come with an agent. So the argument that agents are trying to double in the deal to the detriment of their clients doesn't hold true in my eyes, at least not in most cases. Properties that are owned by public figures, celebrities, and politicians attract a lot of curiosity. And by forcing all listings onto the MLS, Any agent with a real estate license can demand a showing with a client that they qualify. The parade of showings through a celebrity's home would be a massive invasion of privacy and not in the seller's interest. And issuing a fine to members of NAR for selling outside the platform seems anti-competitive, and in my view, there could be a case to be made to the Free Trade Commission which governs antitrust behavior. This particular NAR policy is not in the interest of buyers and it's not in the interest of sellers. It's only in their own self-interest. If this is something that could affect your business, I urge you to make your voice heard on the topic. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.